We're joined by a friend of the podcast, Sam Holt. Uh, Sam, it's been a minute since we've talked. Yes. But everything looks the same. Everything's good? Man, everything's good. Just uh, plugging along, man. Yeah. Um, we've got we've got a lot of stuff to cover tonight, and I don't want to keep people on too long. But yeah. we also haven't done a show in a while, so I want to make sure everybody knows that everything's good. We're good. Jeff is good. He's been super busy. I, I wanted him to come on tonight, and he had plans already. And I've got a super busy schedule the next like month. And so yeah. that's why this is my only shot to do this with you before your shows next month. So well, thank you for um, doing it. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, so yeah, we're still, we're still doing this. So, um, tell me you, uh, since we've talked last, I guess the last, the, the last run of shows you had sort of through the Southeast was in the spring, February. right? February. Yeah. So was that, that all went well? It went very well. We played four shows. We sold, I think three of them out and we played a cool new place in Chattanooga, um, yeah. called the barrel house ballroom. It's really cool. Good production, big stage, very well run. Uh, nice nice capacity i think 500 people in there would be pretty much full maybe six mm-hmm. um uh, a buddy of mine runs it his name's michael monan um it's a great venue if you're in chattanooga or you're around check that place out and yeah we played in birmingham and we also played in nashville at third and lindsley which was cool there was a stream of that and then we played at this place called the blue canoe and Tupelo on a Wednesday, Wednesday night to start off, but everything was good, man. It was nice to get out there and do it. It's yeah, cool place. That's a place. Awesome. Uh, I talked to Jeremy some after that yeah. tour, and he was super excited with how it all went. And oh yeah, he's ready and raring to go. I think he is, man. <laughs> he's a, he's our drummer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you've got some more shows coming up. We're going to talk about, but in the meantime, you decided that you wanted to go out to Colorado and hang out with John Herman and do some yeah. shows out there. How did that go? It went great. Uh, he. He and I had played back in December a gig together. At the oh, down in Atlanta, right? Yeah, Atlanta, and he, he, we were just excited about how that went, and so he basically asked me to come out and do some shows in Colorado, Wyoming, and Montana with him, and it was killer. We had good crowds, good times. We had um, Eric Martinez play some with us in Colorado. He's a guitar player and singer. He plays with Jerry Joseph a lot now these days. And, um, yeah, it was great, man. And I'm hoping there's a possibility we might do it again in December in the South. So we'll see. Okay. I'm sure people will be excited to see that. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool, cool thing. Um, any highlights from you either like experience experientially or musically Mm -hmm. from the, from the run? Well, we played a private party in Montana that was really cool and got to hang out on a ranch for a couple of days. Um, uh and meet a lot of cool people got to, had a day a couple of days off and played tennis it was great are you um, a big tennis player 
Yeah, I grew up. I grew up playing tennis. I was pretty competitive in in high school, and okay. played one year at, at UT Chattanooga. And then I was like, "Wait, okay, the Grateful Dead. Okay, let me. I gotta stop all this. I need to go this see is... them." Uh, yeah. So that was. But yeah, I love it, and it's it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving. I can go back out and hit. It's yeah. a good exercise. Have you played? Have it. you played any pickleball? A little bit. Yeah. My mother-in-law is real into pickleball, and she was a tennis player. And her does that shoulder. scratch that itch a little bit? Like, yeah, I think so for her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I do. I'm like, I think I'm going to be the king of sidebars tonight. But uh, I've been kind of going into a Grateful Dead wormhole recently. Sure. Um, which I, I tend to do on you know through cycles. Uh, when I knew you were you were a, you know a, a fan, but. So, when did you first see them? How many shows did you see? I saw my first show was October of 88 in New okay. Orleans at UNO. Oh, wow. With the Bengals. Yeah. I think I'm I, sure we've talked about that. A little no, bit. I don't think we have. Ever? Because I was, I remember that. I mean, I was in like sixth grade, sixth grade I yeah. think. And so I was old enough to know, like I actually had a friend that went with his older brother. Okay. And it was like, oh my God, he's going to the Grateful Dead. Like yeah. that was a thing. But um um, yeah. Okay. That's crazy. That was your, uh, that was your first. Yeah. That first opened, show. boy, I was 18 and it was like, there's some good video of that whoa. show on YouTube. I don't know if yeah. you've ever, I have, I've seen yeah. some of it for sure. Um, so that was like, Holy cow. There's all this going on. I was, had no idea about mm-hmm. any of that. And then I went and saw like New Year's 88 and then saw a bunch of shows in 89 and 90 and then kind of quit going. I saw a few shows when Hornsby stepped in with Vince Mm -hmm. in like 90, 91. Right. Saw a few shows summer 91 and then I kind of quit going after that. I think I saw them a couple more times after that. Okay. That's pretty, I mean, that's a pretty sweet spot. I mean, a lot of people think 88, 88, yeah, 89, 90 and that 91 are really sort of the last great era of the dead. I think most people would say, right. You probably get a lot of opinions, but I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, 80 Alpine 89 was the pinnacle for me. Yeah. Were you there for those? Yes. Yeah. Those are fantastic. I'd put those three shows on anytime and enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were incredible. Okay. Anyway, well, that's, Cool. We should do that sometime. Just talk about the dead. But yeah, um, I'm in. All right. So um, you've got shows coming up in August, yes. right? So how many? You have three. Three shows. So the first one is on August 10th, which will be the 21st anniversary of Michael Hauser's passing. Somehow it's been 21 years. Yeah. So we're doing the Remembering Mikey shows. Um, and if anyone doesn't know what that is. Uh, we play panic songs that were Michael Hauser songs, basically. And some of my songs that were, I wrote, you know, inspired by him and written for him. And, uh, so we do that and we'll do that in, um, Smith's old bar in Atlanta on Thursday, August 10th. And then the visualite in Charlotte on the Friday, the 11th and the poor house in Charleston on Saturday, the 12th. Nice. Those are all pretty nice big rooms, huh? They're de- oh, I love those places. Yeah, their capacities. You know, I think Smith's is probably around three hundred. Visualite five hundred. Mm-hmm. You can get five hundred in Charleston in that room, but it's not fun. 
rented they, by the... they have the outside now so people can hang out out there too yeah so Friday, that's thursday friday saturday yes okay so make your plans now i think yes. i am unfortunately going to be out of the country that week so okay. uh we're going to costa rica Oh, that sounds cool. It should be fun, but I, yeah, I'm bummed that I'll miss. I feel like I like every time you get you've been playing, it's been things have been happening in my life where I couldn't go. So yeah, well, don't we'll, take it personal. I'll get I there. I don't. We'll link up again, man. Yeah. I appreciate you being the promotional arm podcast well, of this rumoring Mikey thing. Yeah, uh, I had on the. Uh, there's a guy on YouTube, I'm not sure who it is, who's taken like a bunch of the, the videos that have circulated and and like upgraded the audio. Okay. I think it's I think it's the sandbox or something. It's the I've channel's seen that. Name. Yeah, I don't I don't I think the guys messaged me on Instagram, but yes. And Very uh cool. and I found what if I mean I it stumbled upon the, the four twenty eight oh two show, which I had seen before, the video that had been circulating, but but he he synced it up with the with the good audio tape from that night and uh yeah that second set is is something else jerry joseph comes out and it was a fun night yes so every emotional string was pulled that night yeah and i you know i don't know that we've talked i'm sure i don't know if we've talked about that run from your perspective before yeah. um is it yeah special memories Oh, of course, man. Yeah. That whole spring tour was like, it was short, but it was mm-hmm. like every night was just intense. Yeah. Like bigger than the night before. MS, yeah. Right? Like they would, like Mike, Mike would just drop into the solo and wake her and the place would explode. Yeah. I know. It was yeah. unbelievable. Or anything. It, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Good memories. So, all right. So we've got some special treats for folks. Uh, in this episode, you you dug into the archives, which I'm not sure is that a box in your what is the there archive? Are what are the whole, what does the Sam Holt archive look like? There are boxes. There are old tape racks. There are some case logics. Some case logics. Yeah, I mean, there's some. I'm looking at some boxes right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So luckily, my buddy KJ copeland held on to my tapes for a long time for me and just kind of preserve them by just tender care just by just making sure nothing happened to them right so i've been that's an important role it's an important role for people to play i was going so hard for doing my own thing and luckily he did it he saved some saved a bunch of my stuff and i just been digging through and i definitely had some stuff that was um not like on panic stream or not mm-hmm. like in i guess circulation if you want to say that yeah i mean and you know one of the shows uh is not even on everyday companion correct so that'll be cool yeah do we want to talk about the first stuff or we well we so first i think before we get into that i want to play i want to play the game are you do you have for I'm playing in. the game i'm okay. in so this is part of my grateful dead uh you know, wormhole recently is there's a fantastic podcast called guess the year, um, that has been going on since I think maybe the last fall, there's been a bunch of episodes. And what he does is, uh, he has several contestants on and he will play like minute and a half clip of a, of a grateful dead show. Mm-hmm. And then they have to guess the year and the close and the first sort of rant, like the first sort of season whoever was furthest 
off got eliminated and it was like a you got to the end where there were the final two and i think it was like a best of three with those two people now now he's doing like a team thing where each week he'll play the play some songs and the three will kind of work together as a team to come up with a year and then they compete against the team from the next week playing the same songs yeah anyway it's fascinating to hear people break down the different eras of the dead and the different you know, band members and sounds and like, yeah, you know, guitars that Pete, that Jerry used and, uh, you know, the drummers and it's just the keyboards would probably be like where I would start. Yeah. Start. And that gets you into the decade for sure. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah. But then even like I wasn't aware of it cause I'm not super expert until like early eighties is probably my weakest spot, but like, um, like Brent sounded so much different at the, at the beginning of his tenure in the early eighties as he did in the late eighties. Yeah. And, um, that I was like, you know, that's something I've learned. Just listen to the show. So check that out. If y'all, you know, are into the name of it again, uh, guess the year. That's the name of the podcast. That's the name of the podcast. Cool. Um, and, uh, so, I talked to Mike, who's the guy who hosts it, and I was like, man, you know, not that you have, like, intellectual rights on the concept, but, you know, I, I don't want to do it without at least your blessing. And he was like, yeah, man, for sure. That sounds like fun. And so um, I don't know if we might start doing this with other people. I feel like, you know, you're you're probably, like, you'd be the king of the mountain on this. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, some of that stuff kind of... You get in the mid nineties, like ninety five, ninety six. They can kind of be, yeah, and then like late nineties, right? So they didn't really change band members, right? There's not, there's not as many, yeah, flags, but it's a shorter window. And I'm going to do you a favor by not playing anything, uh, you know, super recent, right? So uh, you should, you know, should all be pretty much in your wheelhouse, but. so I'm going to, I'm going to play a clip and then, and then you can, you can talk through it about what you hear and, and okay. what you think. All right. So I haven't even tested this. I'm, I'm assuming you'll be able to hear it. If you can't, you can tell me. So okay. um, I, I'm going to start the first one now. All right. JB's guitar, it sounds like that strat. I'm gonna turn my volume up if I can. Or can you turn it up a little bit? No, I can't. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go ahead. You you got a little more if you want to hear the. I'm gonna say 92. That's your answer. It is uh, it is rock from the second set at the Moon in Tallahassee on January 19th, 1993. Oh, he was playing the Strat, so that has a lot of qualities of 92. Yeah, I hear you. So that's a, that was a little tricky, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, I was kind of trying to start to, to bust you on that, that one. That's close. Tricky. You're one year off. All right. Uh, here's the next one. All 
Well, it's kind of chill. Tempo is not too crazy. soundboard recording so that probably eliminates like 98 99 mostly say 95 so this is from the you're gonna change it with the JV's voice at all that is from the second set of uh, the Palace Theater in Louisville Kentucky on November 21st the year 2000 Wow way off okay so the soundboard threw you off because that was a uh, that was one of the podcast releases so it was a, it was a soundboard from fall 2000 you were there i was there i mean you were tuning those guitars you should have and i could tell by the i should have listened closer to mike's guitar because the way it was panned to one side and it was moving around a little bit that is something the sound engineer did at that time uh, at that time the thing that did stand out to me the point about the tempo i think that to me indicated like later than earlier yeah. like 95 96 lowriders they're getting they're getting after it i should have thought more you got me all right that's no, all right okay we got we got three one. more all right hopefully i can get one okay get tea lab Alright, early. God's running the show. Dave's all over it. Probably not a keyboard yet. 90. I'm say 1990. 1990. So that is from the second set at the uh, Pterodactyl Club in Charlotte, <sighs> North Carolina. Killing me. November 15th, 1989. You're killing me, dude. <laughs> You're giving me these late, early years. Uh, all right, I got. All right, I got two more. At least that was close. You're yeah, you're right on it. Uh, T. Lavitz was ninety-one, right? Yeah. So that's it. I mean, I but the, I was I was hopeful because I knew that that was. I mean, that was two weeks before your center stage show. Yeah. So I thought maybe that might have triggered some yeah some memory. Same instrumentation points. as ninety. Yep. All right. Here we go. All right, crappy audience. Roberta. Not crappy, I shouldn't say crappy. Good for its time. Probably in a bigger room further back. Don't have a lot to work off of. I'm gonna say 98. 
I'm gonna let it play for a minute. You don't okay. have to change, but I just like this so much. I'm gonna let it play. Yeah. I hear where they're going. Where they are. What a transition. Transition magi magician. Yeah. All right. That was uh, that was the second or that was first set from Freedom Hall in Johnson City, Tennessee, on March twenty eighth, nineteen ninety six. Oh, dude. <laughs> Just want to get one. All right. Harder this, than I thought. This is the last one. I want to say it might be later than I think. Can you tell me if I'm on the right track with that statement? Probably. Later than than maybe a lot of the stuff we've been listening to, like <laughs> a few years, like several years later. Yeah, I would say that. Well, I'll, I'll give you the hint that that was not Michael Hauser on the guitar. Okay, so that was me. Yeah, that was a little unfair 06. for me to do that. But it's so either oh six or oh five. See, that's all you got. Okay, um, I'm trying to remember, think where I played that. I remember playing at Mid South Coliseum. How about that? 06? Okay, that was uh, that was from the Encore at Phillips Arena Phillips. in Atlanta, Georgia, on December thirty first, two thousand five. Okay. One year off. I'm, that was unfair, man. I'm sorry. I thought it was me, but then I didn't want to be like, oh, that was me. And then be wrong. And I was like, that would be the worst thing you could do. Yeah. Anyway. All right, well, I, I, I kind of got, I got close. Yeah. You're right on all of those. That, that wanna... is, it may be harder than, than, I, than I think, because there aren't as many indicators, right? You know. How about if we do this again, we'll reverse the role. Okay. <laughs> Be a little more fun for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm no, game. Cool. 
Yeah, you're giving me January of a year and and December, end of November year. and December. That was honestly that wasn't on purpose. I will say yeah. I love that rock from Tallahassee. Yeah, and it feels like '93 ish to me, but obviously super close to '92. And the, then it was the JB guitar that I thought it was '92 because yeah, that, it was playing that same guitar at that right. moment at that time and then the i wanted to do an 89 for you and there weren't that many yeah options and i was just trying to find something that wasn't yeah you know so anyway All that right. was fun good job man you were right on it you only really biffed the one uh the low rider that low was a 2000 rider. yeah but um yeah, oh well not bad um okay so oh. yeah all right so we're gonna do let me find my my tracks here so we've got we're gonna do the 293 segments right okay yeah they're gonna do that first and uh, so the first one is actually just a few days before that rock that was january 19th this will be january 14th yes yeah, so this i noticed was was not on uh like pan extreme and my friend John Carter uh, taped this, and I remember getting the, the dats from him. He, I guess, he lived in Athens at the time, and this was in Valdosta. And I believe he told me it was just some like club, you know, like a big nightclub, probably held you know five hundred something like that. Some, it's called someplace else. Someplace else. And uh, man, that was right it, before they did like a they did five, it looks like five nights in Florida after that. Yeah, and they came back sense. up into Sewanee and Chattanooga after that. Okay, but yeah, so that was uh, so that I picked the he had I found the second set uh, dat tape, so I transferred that, and what I gave you was the ain't no use con into Conrad, which is insane. Mm. You'll please enjoy this because they are on fire. Ain't no use in that era. Really, all ain't no yeah. uses. But especially, I feel like '93 yeah. was a was a vehicle for them. Um, and then the second bit we're gonna play is from October 10th of '93. So that was also something that was on Panic Stream, and I was looking through the tapes, and I found it. And it's a soundboard, a digital soundboard. Um, it's most, it was one of those, you know, they played a lot of one set shows in 93 and this is most of the show. I think it's missing the encore. And I, and I picked the first, the opening of the show, which is driving diner driving. And there's, there's, it's funny to me because like probably some, somebody introduced him. He's probably like a local DJ or something. Oh, okay. It's not Gary. Like, it's not Gary. It's not Gary. Yeah. And it's like. Ladies and gentlemen, Capricorn recording artist, widespread panic or something. And mm -hmm. they could give less than a shit. It's like, there's like a minute of like, just whatever. No one's even like, they may be on stage. Like, <laughs> everybody just like check and make sure they have drinks and like, you know, looking yeah. at their stuff. Like it's no like urgent. Like we got to, it wasn't it. like, it wasn't like Bill Graham at the, uh, mm -hmm. at 81375, like just dropping in to help. Right. <laughs> Uh, okay, another night on the road. You know. yeah. But definitely driving, and like within the first like two and a half minutes, Mike is like going Randy Rhodes heavy metal mm -hmm. in the driving, and I'm just mm -hmm. like, 
I just can't believe he can get to that that quick. Yeah. But also, I was thinking, you know, I wonder, like, he had, you know, he was anxious and had some anxiety stuff at some points, and I wondered if that's how he got some of that stuff out. Mm. I would bet. Yeah, like a like a form of expression. To- yeah. Blistering. He's mm. blistering that first like, driving solo. First solo of the night. They, um, man, they were road warriors in '93. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously that that horde tour was huge, and then they played like all of September uh, in, in the southeast and even up to, up north, and then they kind of went. This is this is in Savannah, and then. They they go up into Ohio and then they take six days off before they do that, uh, like fifteen shows in fifteen days um, when they go Kansas and Colorado and yeah, Nampa and Missoula and all that. Quite a yeah, I'm sure every show just kind of bled into the next one and they probably didn't have to get warmed up. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. So we're gonna play those two and then we'll come back and uh, you got two more goodies for us and we'll get to that right after this
Capricorn recording artist, widespread panic.
Those were two segments from 1993. First was from the uh, Someplace Else place in Valdosta, Georgia. The opening of the second set with Ain't No Use into Conrad. And then it was October- the middle middle of the second set. Oh, I was guess. it? Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, no then, uh, and then October 10th, 1993 from the Johnny Mercer Auditorium in Savannah, Georgia. The opener. Uh, yeah. driving diner driving is, yes. is is I've never been to the Johnny Mercer Auditorium. Is that pretty good size room? You know, I'm trying to think. I think it's. I feel like I've only been to the like arena part of that building. Oh, there may be multiple. So the, I, th- I think so. Like so, Johnny okay. Mercer Auditorium. I think is probably a few thousand, and then the Civic Center is probably like eight thousand. Okay. If I'm if I'm thinking correctly. Okay. But I believe they're in the same complex. Um, Although someone correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's talk again about the shows. Yeah. Um, as we'll we'll get this out, like it'll be mid July, so that people have have time yeah. to make their plans. And I mean, yeah. obviously, if the last tour is any indication, you want to go get your tickets, right? Like, are tickets on sale now? Or? Tickets are on sale now. Okay. You can go to Smiths. You can go to samholtband.com. You can look on our Samholt Music Facebook. You can you can find them if you just do a little bit of typing or speak texting and. Yeah, uh, I'd love to love to see you guys out there because it it's really special. Like playing with JoJo out west, I just sometimes forget like how big a deal it is to people and yeah. and me, you know, obviously. But it's really a special thing, and I'm honored to do it, and and feel really grateful that we can go do this and people love it because we love it just as much as everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I'm glad that you have that perspective. I'm, I'm imagining that it probably took you a little time to get there, right? You know what I mean? Because yeah, it might have felt like I'm still doing this. Like, do I want to keep doing this every year? But it's like yeah. so clearly something that is like needed. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know, and also digging out these tapes, man. You know, hopefully some kid in ten years will hear mm. some of this stuff and get turned on, or like want to yeah. figure out more, or, right? 
you know, life's short, man. I just feel like some of the work I need to do is trying to preserve this stuff in any way mm-hmm. I can. And because the panic really was, is lightning in a bottle that yeah. will never be replicated and such something so original that, that hopefully will live a long, long time. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing that has always been, um, as part of what maybe inspired this podcast was, um, the desire to like, or feeling, you know, whatever the word is lucky or blessed that so much of it was documented, you mm-hmm. know, of that time period that even though Mike's gone, like the fact that we can go back and continue to hear, like find new things like that. Yeah. I've never heard that before, you know what yeah. I mean? That driving diner driving, like that yeah. never wasn't in my universe until tonight. Right. And so, mm-hmm. um, that's just, that's awesome. Cause that's often not the case, right. With artists, yeah. it's like, there's a finite uh, amount of material and then that's all there ever will be. So, and I believe um, that the, the whole Savannah show, if it's my buddy, Martin Medley, I sent it to him and he's going to put it up on, uh, it might be on BT tree. Is that, what's, is that the name BT of it? tree. Yes, that it should be there now, along with a, another show from '90 that I just found from Holland's College, eleven nine ninety. Well, so I'm glad that, that should make, those should make their way to Panic Stream soon. Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear. I haven't talked to Martin in a long time. He is he's a good guy. He he came up to our wedding however many oh, cool. years ago. Uh, we used to talk all the time, and then you know just things happen. But he's Great still in, is he still in Tennessee? I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he emailed me out of nowhere asking about something, and I was like, "Dude, if I send you this stuff, will you like get it out there?" And he's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, 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 please." So please. there's more coming vis-a-vis Martin Medley. Awesome, good deal. Yeah. Um, okay, so the shows uh, tickets through you know go to samholeband.com. Yeah. August, August 10th at Smith's Old Bar. Smith's, yes, August 11th at the Visualite in Charlotte, and okay. August 12th, which is a Saturday at Charleston Poorhouse. I mean, it sounds like a good finish to the summer for people if they're looking for like one last hoorah yeah. before the kids go back to school. Yeah. Um, get out and see some of those shows. Uh, have you, uh, you? You talked about all the different. Uh, you know, I know your big social media. I say that kiddingly, but you are active on Instagram. I love Sam Holt fans on Instagram. Are you, are you in, are you going to get on threads? Do you know what that is? I guess I, I guess I should. I saw something about that. So yeah, I think you should because it's music. Yes. And, and the fact that it's basically the same universe as, as Instagram. So you can like move all those people over there and use it as a platform. I'll have to check that out. Talk to your wife about it. I'm sure she'll I will. I just Instagram is easy for me because only luckily I don't get devolve into a lot of the other stuff. I just basically look at like music, wrestling, Mm. and keto. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Any big wrestling events coming up that you want to talk about or? No, man. I'm more into classic classic wrestling. You know, I was watching some WCW Saturday night from 1986 earlier. Hmm today so that's where i'm at that's where i'm at i'm into jim Cornette, who was a wrestling manager and has like a huge successful podcast these days and talks about wrestling i've heard i don't maybe you told me about that but i feel like i've definitely i've heard that that's really good that's the only thing i like about modern wrestling is hearing him talk about it okay um all right 
Well, it was fun hanging out. We've got some more stuff yeah. to play, and um, it was yeah, it was just good seeing you, man. It's been been too long. We'll Thank have to do you. it again. I'm glad and we had an opportunity to do this, and okay, we could we could do it. Yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to like shoot for you know sometime this fall. Hopefully, okay. maybe another tour. You maybe know, some shows before the end of the year. We'll see. And uh, and recap what what went down in August too. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, all right, so the last things that we're gonna that we're gonna play. Uh, the first is from 1989, 4-1-89. Yeah, so we we're speaking about like you can still discover stuff. This is something I found a cassette of. Uh, I believe it's probably the second set, and I determined it was four one eighty nine. I love. So what did the did the cassette have any like? All was it, it said lo- was widespread panic on it. <laughs> Yeah. Those are the best. Right? So I, okay. I started listening to it, and I was like, "What is this?" And started trying to cross-reference it on like Everyday Companion, and mm-hmm. nothing I could figure out. It's like song, you know, that stretch of songs. Like, yeah, nothing made sense. didn't exist so, anywhere. Okay. So then I'm listening to it, and then something came up about, oh man, the we're going to play late even if the cops come because it's daylight savings time because they lose an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like in two, it's going to be one. One. So in April, or so spring it's four. is... It's, it springs forward. Springs so like forward. In, yeah. at two, it's going to be three. Yeah. So at one, anyway, so they right. basically are like going, hey, the cops might come, but we're going to play till they shut us down because of daylight savings time and like whatever's about to happen. The clocks okay. go forward, spring forward. And then... And then there was, a, there was a wrestling connection. And then Dave goes, are you all ready for WrestleMania... I want to say five. I think he says WrestleMania five. So then I looked that up, okay. and that was on April second, nineteen eighty nine. So this was the night before, which was led me to April first, eighty nine, and it's definitely in Savannah because they mentioned Savannah. And I had a buddy of mine DM me about it, uh, Lawrence Gottlieb, who's from Savannah, and he was he he told me that it, I can't remember what he told me, but it was like some some club in savannah i think i wish i could remember more but anyway so this all show should make it to pan extreme before too long and uh so wrestlemania 5 was uh april 2nd 1989 that's it in atlantic city yes so that makes sense that would be the next night right Mm -hmm. if it was april 1st yes um have you talked to ted rockwell or do we have enough supporting evidence to declare it as april 1st 1989 i feel we do they run a pretty tight ship over there but yeah i i really would would uh i would if i need to do an affidavit or anything i definitely will (laughs) need notary in the house definitely need a notary for sure um but anyway yeah so it's a soundboard i don't know what generation it sounds it sounds decent Mm -hmm. so i put the gimme bar stools on there and like jb's kind of talking about like the daylight savings time and then if you really listen hard you can hear somebody it sounds like his mic's off like to the tape but you can Mm -hmm. hear it like in the room kind of and he's like yeah we're just gonna play you know if the cops come whatever we'll stop and then they're like thank you andrew so whoever andrew is good job yeah um, so we're going to play that. And then then you also found a Michael Hauser demo tape. I did. And 
I sent you this song called Flable Boat of Longing, and I had never heard it before. And it's him with a couple guitars, probably layered a couple guitars, meaning he recorded one, then recorded another one on mm-hmm. top of it. There might be a drum, a little drum track on it too, but it's a demo. It's and it's him, and it's a song I never heard. And so there we go again with uh, we can discover stuff we didn't know existed. Do you have it? Any indication of what year it might have been? I don't. You said I'll, it was New Blue on it? or Yeah, um, I don't know if you... So what year was probably that? Probably can't see that. New Blue was 2001? Yeah. So maybe it was... But anyway, so I put... I sent you um, that song, Boat of Longing, which I was not familiar with at all. It's interesting. I mean, it's just something different to hear. It's really cool. I mean... I love all of Mikey's songs. And so the fact that there are new ones makes my heart yeah. sing. So yeah. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So, um, and I'm sure other people do too. So yeah, we're going to play the, uh, the mystery April fool's show from 1989 that doesn't exist on everyday companion. And then Correct. we're going to play, um, boat of longing from, uh, from Mike Hauser's, demo tape from maybe 2001 but we're not sure we're not sure so um sam it was fun hanging out thanks everybody for listening and uh supporting the podcast and uh we'll we'll definitely be back again soon sam's got a so let's see what was your score on five we did five songs you were off zero i think you got no if we count a year off as a point oh okay so you were you were one year off three times Four times. Let's just call call it fail. If I pass fail, I fail. <laughs> no, because I want to be able to beat you. Is the thing because I probably oh, okay. won't. So right, I think well, you, you're off by now. one. You were off by one. I think on on four of them, and then yeah. the low rider, you're off by five. So that's a nine. You had a score of nine okay. on five songs. And I mean, even though I cheated with on the 2005, gave me one I was on. I think it was. You're really like taxing my brain on that. And I was like, I can't just, I can't say that to me. <laughs> we can, we can drop that one out if you want. It's okay. It's um, all fun. All right, man. Well, it was fun. We'll talk again soon. You guys have fun on those shows in August. Samholtband.com. Peace. Uh, on Instagram, Samholtband. Sam, at Samholtband. I post stuff there about Panic and my band and stuff yeah. there. Great feed. Yep. Uh, and so as we leave, it's, uh, again, we're talking 4189 and then the uh, unre- uh, unreleased Mike Hauser demo, Boat of Longing. So cheers, everybody. We'll talk soon. Peace. Let's do a kind of get off and come back up ceremonial. But we're going to keep on playing if that's okay with at least one of you. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. If the cops do come, just everybody hide.
Thank you. 
died You know tonight you're only taking thirsty people Who've been pulling on their drinks From a glass that lies a ball length wide In the drink they'll swim the swimmers of trying Take another look and take another pull Take another pull Before you take a ride To an open bar stool There's one by Mary Some 
said Baby doesn't know the words people use Babies only know the things people feel Music only knows the things people feel People only talk, people only think People only talk in words they use and fans. 